Hello and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. A lot happened in Match Week 22 um, regarding the title race, relegation battles as well. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the first game, which was probably the big headline over the weekend um, until further news broke out in the last couple of days, which we'll obviously speak in more detail. But it's the first game, which is Everton versus Arsenal. And what a result for Sean Dyche and a great win for Everton. New manager comes in and luck is certainly on their side. Uh, But they weren't lucky with this win, to say the least. Um, I think they thoroughly deserved it. Everton was so aggressive in their play. They won every battle on the pitch. It wasn't the prettiest, but at this stage, who cares? Everton need to get the points in in their tally. And they need to climb up the table and really fast. The winning goal itself was pretty much made in Burnley, to be fair. Dwight McNeil with the cross and Tarkovsky with the finish. Dutch ball was in full flow. And as you can see from the from the audience, the fans were jubilant. And I think they deserve it after having a very tough time this season. For Arsenal, this was a loss that could have had a very big impact on the title race. But for me, Man City bottled it against Spurs. And that's the next match that I'll be reviewing. Tottenham versus Man City. So Man City had the chance to reduce the gap. And they, got, and they could have got closer to the top spot. But it was Harry Kane, one of their main targets from one or two seasons ago. Ruined the party and scored a monumental goal as he becomes Tottenham's all-time top scorer with 267 goals, which was previously held by Jimmy Greaves. What an achievement that is. The goal itself was a typical Harry Kane finish. Great pressing by Hoiberg, who steals the ball from Rodri's misplaced pass. He gives the free ball to Kane, and he clinically finishes it to hit the back of the net. Overall, great win for Spurs. That puts him in fifth position with 39 points. Now, the big talking point the last few days, no way to get out, get out of this one is Man City. And the breaking news was that they have been charged by the Premier League for breaching financial rules. And I believe there's 100 cases or 100 breaches to be exact, which is a ridiculous number to say the least. Now, personally, I was not hugely surprised by the breaking news as this is investigation has been going on for over four years but where does that leave Man City and also the Premier League at this stage me personally might sound extreme but I think they should be punished severely and possibly even liquidated as a football club you can't do a hundred breaches and just get away with it in my opinion I know it's harsh but it's just a madness to do a hundred breaches like put that in perspective if you're a boxer and you fail a drug test, that's you. That's pretty much your reputation gone. And for most boxers, your career gone as well. So from one little mistake, they've done dodgy dealings 100 times. That includes setting up dodgy businesses where they've shown revenue coming in. Man City were the only club, I believe, that made a profit during the COVID era. Like, I think that's a bit dodgy itself. Can you not see? So... 
Yeah, I for me, I think they should get treated how Juventus did all those years ago where they got relegated. I know it's a different scenario because that was more for match fixing. But what they've done is completely is completely worse in my opinion. They've pretty much cheated their way through two winning titles. It was always questionable and all fans can say that. I think especially if you're a rival fan, the way they were spending money just didn't seem right. You know, spending half a billion on just fullbacks alone was just, you know, it's just out of this world. You've got Chelsea as well now that are doing all sorts of deals. They might have found a loophole in terms of having contracts that last for eight eight years. But who knows? They might be in this situation in the future. But I know a big point about this story is the the accolades. What happens with the accolades that Man City have achieved since 2008-2009 as that's when the first set of breaches occurred. For me, all the titles should be stripped. Therefore, teams like Liverpool and also Manchester United should be awarded with Premier League titles to their name as they both finished second on three occasions each. Now, rival fans will be saying, oh, you're clutching. But we're really not, to be fair. In any other sports, it would be the same outcome. You look into athletics. If the person that was first had a failed drug test or did something that was illegal, they'll get stripped of that gold medal and that gold medal will be awarded to the person out of second place. Same with boxing, the same example I used earlier on. If you've done something wrong, the other opponent gets the the, the award or gets the win. I know it's individual sports, is the references I'm using here, but the context is still there. So yeah, I don't I don't know. Obviously, if Liverpool were to get the titles, I'd shamelessly celebrate. I, I couldn't even care less. It, it gives the opportunity of Gerard having a Premier League title to his name. You know, Jurgen Klopp has three or four titles to his name. That would change his outlook as a successful manager, in my opinion, as well. So what will actually happen, in my opinion? Unfortunately, I don't think they will be severely punished. They'll be punished financially, which, you know, for for the owners of Man City, it's, it's not a thing for them. So they can quickly just bring that money up and then put it to bed and then continue as they were. What should happen for me, and I'll give that reasoning that I think they should be liquidated as a club. I still stand by that, to be fair. But generally, I think they should, as a minimal, they should be relegated. They should be relegated, not to one division. I think when it was Juventus, they went down to Serie B, I think. So they went down two leagues. So a relegation will definitely set an example to the rest of the teams. If you fail to follow the financial rules or fair play, how you want to phrase it, you will be punished severely. If Man City get away with it and just pay a fine or nothing really happens where it hampers their current team or their current setup, that's a, that's a big loss for football, Premier League football in general. They've got away with murder if that actually happens. So let's see how this unfolds. I don't think we'll hear anything anytime soon in terms of the, the outcome. This could roll on for year, for a year or two because it's taken them four years to get to this stage right now. So 
So yeah, guys, let me know what you think in the comments. Am I just reacting emotionally because I'm a rival fan? You know, let me know what you think, guys. Now, speaking of being an emotional fan, um, let's talk about the next game, Wolves versus Liverpool. Now, if you watched my preview show, the lineup that I predicted Klopp would start was exactly how it was. And for me, Klopp has not learned from his mistakes, as I truly believe Liverpool just need to switch it up, change formations and play differently tactically. So, for example, for me, we need to ditch the high line. We don't have the centre-backs to play that anymore. Play with two defensive midfielders to protect the back four, or the centre-backs mainly, and let the attackers actually play in their natural position. So, Gakpo, let him play on the left. Nunes, let him attack from the front. Salah, let him be a more of an inverted winger rather than playing out wide because that's not really his role. Well, that's not the role he's accustomed to over the years because he's more of a goal scorer now. So we're not learning from our mistakes right now. We're literally so predictable. Same formation, same team every week, week in, week out. And we're getting blasted by every team. We're the easiest team to play against right now. We're a pushover. And it is how I see it right now. The game itself... We can see two goals in 15 minutes. Absolute joke. Huang hits a shot from the right-hand side. Hits Matip onto the post. Past the line. Alisson and Trent Alexander-Arnold were clueless as they weren't able to do anything about that one. Second goal, we can see from a set piece. No surprise there. Uh, Cunha hits the ball in the centre of the box. And Craig Dawson, out of all the players, smashes the ball into the back of the net to make a two for Wolves. I saw Klopp's post-match conference and he said that obviously those two were a bad moment for Liverpool, but Liverpool had good periods of time and then they scored a third one and that was the end of the game. For me, that's nonsense. I, I, yes, they tried to get in the into the game after that second goal, but with no effect, I don't feel like we even looked like scoring um, during the game. We were just way off the pace. So, yeah, I think not, I don't agree with that that analysis, to be fair. Neves, as I mentioned, gets the third goal in the second half to clinch the win. Well done to Wolves. I think fully deserved. They outright played and were the better team on the day. Liverpool, I'm not sure how many times I've said it on the show that, oh, this game was the worst game, like the Brighton game last week when we lost 3-0. But at this stage, this is the worst game so far. Until the next time, because we're not going to improve straight away, in my opinion. We're in a limbo right now. And I have to be brutally honest, if it wasn't Klopp as Liverpool manager right now, any other guy, he would be sacked by now. A million percent. Now, you're probably asking me, am I Klopp in or Klopp out? I'm still Klopp in. Don't get me wrong. I know we're not having the best of season. We're having a woeful season. Probably the worst in a very long time. But things need to change and they need to change fast. And Klopp needs to be accountable for that. He needs to change tactics. He needs to do things differently. Otherwise, my fear is that I don't think he'll get sacked by FSG. I can actually see him walking out at the end of the season. Hopefully I'm wrong and I don't want to put that energy out there because Klopp, for me, is the best thing for Liverpool right now. If we were to lose him as manager... Guys, you can throw names at me. There is no one on that on Klopp's level, in my opinion. So that happened to us 
years back where we had Rafa Benitez, he had a woeful season and we sacked him and we just looked out of pace, weren't able to replace him and it took us years to be able to get a quality manager and I actually ended up being Jurgen Klopp. So, so yeah, I don't want Liverpool making those mistakes again. Next game for Liverpool is against Everton and I am dreading it. Um, considering how they played against Arsenal last week, it's not the game that I'm looking forward to. So, yes, we'll see how it goes. Just got a comment here from Madison Smith. Thank you for the comment. No banter, but with the current trajectory of the team, would qualifying for the Conference League be a win for Liverpool? Uh, I don't want the Conference League, to be fair. Um, honestly, it's going to sound crazy. I don't think we'll even finish in that position um, to get conversely. I think we'll finish like 10th. That's a mad prediction for me. But right now, we can't get a win. We can't score goals. Just because we're Liverpool doesn't mean we have the outright to just climb up the table like that. We're playing woeful. So I don't even see us being in those European positions. And to be fair, I wouldn't even want Europa League or Conference League, in my opinion. So, Yeah. <sighs> Even if I wanted to, I don't actually think we'll finish in those positions. So, crazy, crazy times for Liverpool, to say the least there. Um, next game, Manchester United versus Crystal Palace. So, United managed to hang on there, get the three points in the end. Bruno starts the game, hitting the back of the net from the penalty spot. Rashford, who's been in fantastic form in the last few months, uh, gets the second goal from close range. Nice cross by Luke Shaw, who's also been in great form recently as well. <coughs> United and Palace players get into a bit of a tussle with Casemiro getting a red card for nearly choking the hell out of Will Hughes. Um, obviously, right decision, can't do that on the pitch. Um, Schlupp manages to get consolation goal with an audacious finish. Don't even know what you call that kick, but nice goal itself. Um, Man United, for me, Devin's <coughs> so consistent this in the last few months. Now, United fans won't say out loud or they might want to distance themselves, but they're in the title race with City slipping up. For me, they're certainly there to challenge for second spot and maybe give Arsenal a run for their money. Who knows? But at the minute, they're the only team that I feel like can challenge Arsenal right now. City just look all over the place. Obviously, you've got Haaland getting the goals, but they're not really playing like they normally play and against Tottenham it was quite evident that something isn't right tactically they're not quite there maybe they're expecting too much from Haaland to be the saviour in every game but they're not playing that neat tidy football that they're used to playing so yeah interesting times um, to say the least and that concludes my review of match week 22 uh, before we end the show, I would like to announce the FPL Manager of the Week. Um, and that goes to Stanis Brafion. And his team name is Ours is the Fury. And he was able to get 88 points and still counting as I believe Manchester United play Leeds United on Thursday night. So I'll give you an early well done. You know, hopefully he's maintained those points um, and you're not overtaking the next few days. Uh, but congratulations nevertheless. And that wraps up the show for tonight. Um, I will be doing a preview show um, reluctantly for the 
Merseyside derby, Everton versus Liverpool. Might possibly on the Thursday night or might do it on a Friday night, but make sure to follow me on social media. You can follow me at AussieFTP on Twitter or you can follow me at Aussie.ftp on Instagram. But as always, please don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe. Hit the notification bell as well so you'll be notified of any upcoming content uh, in the near future. So yes, take care guys. Hope to see you soon. And yes, hopefully <laughs> Liverpool can improve. But yeah, sounds like a far-fetched statement right now. Good evening. <laughs>